Now, Crufts 2019 has thousands of people coming through the door to see 27,000 dogs. We are a nation of dog lovers. And we're a nation that likes to walk our dogs. But yet the right of access as to where we can walk those dogs might not be as simple as you think. Stephen Jenkinson, Access and Countryside Advisor at the Kennel Club. Um, It's not a given, is it, that we can walk our dogs where we like? No, absolutely not. I mean, the key thing for me is helping people have happy, healthy, hassle-free dog walks, and that's hassle-free for the dogs and their owners, but also for wildlife, for farm animals, and for other people that are using green space, because... With those rights of access, there's also rights of responsibility because at the end of the day, you know, we don't, one bad incident from one dog owner gets every dog owner a bad name. So my work with the Kennel Club really is helping people do that in, in a happy and healthy way. So a lot of the stuff I do is about knowing where you can go, what you can do, so you're welcomed back and just... You know, we know that half of all visits to the countryside, people have a dog with them. But even though a very small minority might cause problems, they can feel like a big issue to the people involved. So that's what my work is with the Kennel Club, basically. So if we're talking about public spaces that might be owned by local authorities or or the great parks that we have in the UK, is there a a level of agreement that that you work with them to say, look, you know, we will publicise that people have rights of access to walk their dogs as long as they behave themselves effectively? Absolutely. In my my work for the Kennel Club, which is UK-wide from the very top of Scotland to Northern Ireland to the very tip of Cornwall, um, if we can work with local authorities or private landowners, whether that's in town, coast or country, we'll always do that because you get much better outcomes. And and good management of people and their dogs benefits everybody. But in some cases, you can find that for whatever reason, somebody's been unduly anti-dog or they're they're penalising the majority of dog owners for the problems caused by a minority then we will be a bit more assertive to make... The classic thing is, you know, we have some horrendous things happen on our roads when people say drink, drive or speed. And when those things happen, we say, yes, we need to deal with those people causing the problems. But unfortunately with dogs, whether it's, um, say, somebody not picking up their poo or not closing a gate and, and livestock getting out, often the reaction is, well, we'll ban all dogs. And that's so unfair because we know that the majority of dog owners are responsible. A really classic example of this has come up at Crufts this year, actually, because there's been a lot of talk in the press about livestock attacks, you know, sheep being not just attacked but also chased, because that can be an issue because if they're having lambs, it can cause them to abort. So it's a serious issue for farmers, but very often when it's been in the media, it's like, we've had these things, so dog owners are told, don't go here or always keep your dog on a lead everywhere in the countryside. But actually the figures that are coming from the police forces all across the UK tell us that seven times out of ten, livestock worrying is caused by dogs escaping from people's gardens. So you can imagine just one dog, unbeknown to the owner, just going out once or twice can seem like a really big problem. So a key message we've been pushing this time is actually, where is your dog? when you're at home is your garden secure but also um, a survey by NFU Mutual the biggest insurer of, of farms in the UK found that actually people are increasingly leaving their dogs with access to the gardens when they're away from home completely and that's to me really worrying because yes it might not be it's not good for livestock but also it's a danger to itself you know the dog could get run over somebody could get killed um, in a road traffic accident who's going to pick up the poo I, it's just in, to me, beyond comprehension, but people don't, I think, always realise the consequences of what's happening. So that's the key thing, just making sure that your garden's secure for the welfare of your dog, if nothing else. Given that, we still know that three in ten issues are caused by people out walking their dogs. So again, as a first at Crufts, the world's biggest dog show, we thought, 
how can we best do our bit to help educate dog walkers to be as responsible as they can? So in our Good Citizen uh, Scheme Ring, this this year over four days there's been displays every day showing people what to do when they're passing uh, well walking anywhere where there's livestock and, and the message is there just have your dog on a lead around livestock but there's a, an important caveat to that is that if you feel threatened by cattle you really need to release your dog so that you can get to safety separately because alas every year one dog walker is killed by being trampled to death by cows so it's a really important message that we've been getting across to the thousands of people that have come to Crufts that yes, you know, the countryside is a great place and there's many places where if your dog's under control it can be off lead and we know for the dog's welfare, you know, to be able to, to run and enjoy but be, be under control is really important but it needs to be done responsibly so that you welcome back and, and we all help protect the fantastic landscapes we have in the UK. In many cases, policies are there to protect both parties involved. So it might be the landowners, the, the countryside owners and the dog owners. And I guess a lot of what you do provides a level of a right of way for people to, to know that they can go and walk their dogs, but also some protection for them as well. Ab absolutely. And I mean, the Kennel Club knows this itself because we're a landowner. We have um, an estate in Northumberland, Emblehope, where we, we're just showing really good practice how you can manage for dogs and people and wildlife, when you actually legitimise everybody's interests, you know, this is really important that this isn't a town versus country or, you know, cat owners versus dog owners kind of thing. Because, to be honest, this isn't about dogs at all. This is about the nation being happy and healthy. For example, we know that the Welsh Government very clearly states that having a dog is one of the top two lifestyle factors helping people have you know, healthy lives, reducing the chance of them getting various types of cancer, heart disease, type 2 diabetes. So when we're thinking about, oh, there's problems with dogs, we also need to, you know, in a way, dogs are our national health service, you know. Even on days like this, I, when I came into Crufts this morning, you're thinking, hmm, I probably wouldn't have got out of bed this morning unless I'd had a dog. But you'll see the dog walkers out there in all weathers. And also this great thing that actually people talk to each other when they're out. You know, they'll say they'll see the dog and they'll talk. So that's really important. The other thing for us, though, is that actually a lot of the conflicts we see in the countryside can be planned out because we know around a quarter of all new homes, there'll be a dog in them. And traditionally, local council planners have said, OK, well, if we're building new houses, where are children going to go to school and where's their wastewater going to? But they've never thought, actually, where are people going to walk their dogs? And so what's happened in the past is that near new housing, um, the farmers' fields or the wildlife areas have ended up being dog walking areas. And people have said, oh, these dog walkers are so irresponsible. And actually, no, you've just not thought about where are these people going to take healthy daily exercise. So something the Kennel Club did a few years ago was work with local authorities to produce planning guidance so that now when people are building new housing, they can say, OK, where are people going to walk their dogs? Because we know that the average dog walk is between half an hour and an hour, maybe about 2.6 kilometres, so just a, a mile and a bit. And if you plan for that, dog owners will go there because you know, when you're out with your dog, certainly I don't want hassle, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder or thinking I'm going to get chased or shouted at. So a lot of my work is actually helping dog owners do the right thing. Rather than saying, don't do this, don't do that, we want you to walk your dogs regularly, safely and responsibly. And when you give people the right options, they do that. And that's really what the Kennel Club is about. And, and Crufts as a whole, it's like, we love our dogs, but we need to know how to do that in the best way for us and our dogs. And it, it's just such a privilege to do that for the Kennel Club. You've already touched on it. It's not just about the countryside. Um, 
millions of people are urban living uh, in big cities, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, wherever it might be. Are there different issues uh, facing access for dog walkers in uh, urban areas than there are to countryside? Oh, absolutely. And even if we think around London, we know from the figures there that one in ten homes in and around London has a dog. And that's while that's smaller proportion than the countryside, that's still a lot of dogs. And, and it, again, we really need to plan for that because, again, it's an issue of dog welfare, but also human health. And one of the concerns that we've had as, as well in the Kennel Club increasingly is, is what are called public spaces protection orders. So these are something where the councils can introduce rules to say you can't take your dog here or it has to be on a lead or you need to pick up after your dog. Now some of those rules are really good. So for example picking up area after your dog everywhere is really important both in town and country. Um, but also um, things like where there's conflict, I like to say with dogs around uncontrolled children rather than <laughs> children around uncontrolled dogs. Uh, but, but even so some are really good. But in other cases, we've seen some councils where they've just said, right, one problem has happened, so we'll ban dogs from, from this area completely. And then they think they've solved their problem. But actually what happens is that displaces people to walk their dogs somewhere else. So either you get more dogs in a smaller area, which can lead to, to more dog-on-dog aggression, or it can push people out to, to more countryside areas around towns which then causes problems for the farmer so what we do again we try to work with the councils to say actually well it's absolutely fine to have some on lead areas some areas where there's no dogs but also free running exercise for dogs while they're under control is really important too so how do we make green spaces that are there for everybody um, and what happens is, unfortunately, sometimes you can get one or two councillors on, on, on the local authority who just don't see the good in dogs. They just see the problems. And it comes back to the thing, the thing we were saying about cars. You know, we can't penalise everybody for, for the irresponsibility of a few. So we kind of, in, in the nice kennel club way, try to take them on that journey and make them think about actually the way that dogs help human health, both physical and mental, and, and acts almost like a social service, but also the good that dog owners do. For example, um, the people who know who isn't picking up or are doing the bad stuff are usually the dog owners because they're all the time. And actually, it's a bit like in the old days when, when you'd found somebody maybe who'd, who'd given up smoking, they'd be the first one to make a, a point about somebody smoking where they, where they shouldn't. And also, they can just be informal eyes and ears to report these sort of things. So again, it's making dog walkers part of the solution for really having green, healthy, attractive green spaces, rather than just seeing them as a problem. Many people uh, will be thinking about their summer holidays. Uh, many dog owners plan their holidays uh, again uh, in relation to where they can take their dogs, countryside walks, the seaside particularly. Without getting into whether there's a hierarchy and a league table of good places to go, around the country, um, Stephen, I know you work on a national basis, around the country are there some, some prime places where the, the access for dog walking is, is absolutely as good as it can be? Yeah, there's, I mean, I, I would say perfection is always a hard thing to find, even in myself. Um, but actually there are areas that are good. And where that's happened is where the local councils and bodies like, for example, the Forestry Commission and the National Trust, who we work with regularly, have identified that these are actually really um, loyal customers. If you make somebody's dog feel good about going somewhere, they're going to keep coming back. Um, so places like, for example, uh, in Pembrokeshire, they're the local council particularly looks at helping dog owners know where they can go, what they can do. Uh, that's a really good example of where traditionally, say, 10, 
20 years ago, they had an issue where they wanted to have some beaches where there were no dogs, and in principle that can be fine. But the trouble is they didn't communicate that as well as they might, so people would, you know, you turn up on a hot day in the car park, you get the dog and the children out, and then you get to the beach, and all of a sudden it says no dogs and what are you going to do then so the chance is that people might ignore the sign or do something else and and it's not that they're being irresponsible it's like they didn't have good information so in Pembrokeshire what they do is provide both in print and on their website all the places you can go it, it used to frustrate me like hell that you would go to some place and they say oh we've got a leaflet for dog owners and I say oh that'd be lovely can I see it and it's like yeah oh here's 10 reasons why you might not be welcome and 20 places where not to go and it's like oh we can do better than this so Pembrokeshire have done it places like Devon and Cornwall have and the Forestry Commission is particularly good as well you know these are state forests so that that, something that we're all invested in Um, so in some cases they're providing things like dog washes and making sure that the cafes are dog friendly places like Norfolk and Suffolk are good but we need to remember that, that there's nowhere that's going to be completely okay for dogs to go everywhere some of our best landscapes also are really precious places for wildlife and farm animals as well in fact it's often that the land managers that have made those landscapes something that's really special so for example places like Suffolk and Norfolk in certain places you'll have birds that nest on on the beaches but there the landowners what they can do with working with us is just identify where those sensitive areas are and when you come out of the car park on arrival, it's just like, okay, please go this way to avoid the birds, and that's fine. And it doesn't need to be in the summer as well. Some places on the coast, you get seals having their pups on the beaches, and that's tremendous to watch. Um, so there's a place um, called Horsey in East Anglia where the, you can actually go see the, the seals pupping, but they provide walkways so that you and your dog are kept to safe distance because we we don't want to disengage people from nature. To me, the, the biggest threat to the countryside is apathy you know when people stop caring about the green spaces and dog owners can be a tremendous support for that but they're just not always aware of how best to you know to behave but given the right information the majority of dog owners can have really happy healthy dog walking visits to the countryside.